Hello everyone, welcome back to Turner Talks in Thickness and in Health with your hosts, Bailey Turner. And Zach Turner on the other mic. <laughs> Same mic. We share mic. a mic. <laughs> yeah, we share a mic right now, but... We have to update our uh, podcast setup. It's not the most ideal. We, we get... just needed to be more consistent with it to justify the cost. We get in fights about having one mic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that anyways. Yeah, we're going to talk about that after the intro, but we hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. And we are so glad you're back listening to us. Today, we're going to just do a fun little podcast about our experience moving to Utah, kind of just talk about how the whole transition went, what we like about Utah, what we don't like, what we miss. Yeah, and then, you know, not necessarily just like moving to Utah specifically, but like making a big leap like that and moving, you know, if you're looking to move out of your comfort zone, yeah, things to like expect and... We figured we'd switch it up this week and kind of do like a fun topic. Um, Zach also wants to talk about his favorite Thanksgiving foods. He's been begging to make a podcast about that. Maybe, but it's not really relevant anymore since we just rounded the corner on Thanksgiving. It's okay. We'll we'll throw it in at the end. We'll see if I find the time for it. (laughs) Okay. So if you're new here, we talk about pretty much everything. Life, marriage, relationships, fitness. Fighting fighting all the things so welcome we're glad you're here if you enjoy this podcast don't forget to leave us a rating we would be so grateful and without further ado let's get started all right so the the thing that made me want to move to saint george the most was when we came to saint george in january of this year there was a couple days where we were outside and it was like 65, like almost 70 degrees in January. And I'm thinking like, this is like September weather in like the Midwest, Wisconsin, Minnesota, where we moved from. And it was like below freezing for a considerable amount of time, like close to a month, I think, where it didn't get above 32 degrees in Minnesota. We couldn't even walk our dogs. No, like it was just miserable. And if you like are from the upper Midwest, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like it's not... It's not the fact that it gets that cold. It's the fact that it stays that cold for months on end. Like, it's just miserable. And, you know, I was thinking to myself, like, well, there are places where you can actually do things outside January. And it's, like, almost, like, better to do them outside in January than it is in, like, August when it's 115 here in St. George. But I think the the climate was definitely the one thing that swayed me the most. Mm -hmm. And and, and there's just so much to do in St. George. Like... Minnesota, there was just, there's like no, like outside nothing. of like snowmobiling and ice fishing, which we love, but you know, there's not much to do. Like you can only ice fish for so long before you go insane, like not doing anything. Yeah, there was like a point in time in like February where we were walking our dogs. It was like eight degrees. No, not even. It was like below zero. Mm-hmm. And the boys' like little toes were like frozen. You could like just see yeah. that they were in pain. And I remember looking at Zach and be like, we need to move. This honestly sucks. I'm miserable too because I didn't even want to go outside or, you know, like it's not sunny either when it's like winter in Minnesota. It's gloomy and depressing. So like even when we back went back for like Thanksgiving, just like yeah. most recently, like it was cold, but it's not even the cold, like I said. It's how long it's cold, and it's, like, Gloomy. always, like, cloudy and overcast. And, like, the sun sets at, like, 4 p.m. Yeah, this time of year. so and it's weird. Just... So, yeah, that was, like, a big turning point for us when we were, like, okay, we want to move. We didn't necessarily say, like, 
we want to move to St. George. It was more so like we want to move somewhere warmer. So we were thinking about like Utah because we loved Utah and we had just gotten back from our trip to see our friends in January and it was so warm during the winters there. And then we were also thinking like Tennessee or Texas or Florida. And then we were like, we know absolutely no one in Tennessee, Texas or Florida. So we were leaning towards Utah. So just spontaneously, we decided to make a trip out to St. George again in April and we rented a um, house and we stayed there. We had it booked for like two and a half weeks and we brought our pups with just so like we could have them with and kind of see what life would be like with them and we drove out. And we did like everything as if we moved here. Went to the grocery store, yeah. you know, got gas, like did all that stuff, like went out to eat, acted like Acted like, like we lived here, yeah. Just to like give it a true t- trial run, sorry. And needless to say, we ended extending the trip twice, twice. <laughs> at the first house. And then we ran into like the next time when the next renters were supposed to come in. So we had to like find another place. place. Ended up staying on a golf course, which we're now members at. And, yeah. you know, golfed a lot and, you know, just literally live, acted like we lived here. And we were like, okay, can we just stay now? Yeah. Like, do we have to go back to Minnesota and pick up all of our stuff? Literally. And then lucked out on a um, looking at a house put an offer in yeah like there was like barely any houses up for sale and even if they were up for sale they would get taken down in like a day or two and on our last day in St. George one popped up and it was really close to our friend's house and we were like I think this is meant to be like we have to go look at it so I remember we looked at it we loved it we put in this like random offer not really getting our hopes up because the market here is crazy I feel like California residents have so much money and they just come swooping in with cash offers and we were like we're not competing with that like this is it like we're not going to you know make another offer to try to get ahead of another buyer we're not gonna you know put down a crazy amount of earnest money we're not gonna you know do anything crazy to make our offer like more appealing this is what we have to offer and if they accept it great so then i remember what was it like a week after we got home well in the meantime we had we had gone Gone back to minnesota and um kind of shit our pants like that we did it like we were like what did we just do i know and then it was just like nervousness like in it and like you know do i really want this offer to get accepted kind of hoping it wouldn't going back and forth with that, then also being excited about a new start. Yeah, we like both had these feelings of like uncertainty and like, oh crap, like we did this offer. Like we know we can back out, but at the same time, like do we want to back out? Like we really want to be there, but also holy crap, moving away, 1,500 miles away from family is like scary. Well, it's like a huge change. I think that like comes with any like, you know, pivotal moment in your life, Mm -hmm. like a turning point. Like, you know, it's just sticking to it i mm-hmm. guess kind of and, and then we got the off or we heard back from the realtor and was like okay you got your offer was accepted and we were like what? Well, and what what turned out to be like the difference maker apparently was the fact that we um in our offer had a lease, lease back. back and and um they didn't have a house yet the owner so that was what ended up being the difference for us was the lease, the lease back that we yeah. offered so yeah we got our offer accepted kind of like freaking out like what did we get ourselves into? We still had like have to had to go through all the financial um, contingencies and whatever the inspection contingencies and whatnot. Meanwhile, we still had our house in Minnesota that we needed to sell. Try yep. to f- try to get that ordeal sorted oh through. Gosh. Had to pack up our house. We had a gym that we had. That Plus, we, we didn't want to wanna tell everyone right away. Like, so we did this kind of like we told our family, of course, but we didn't want to like put it 
on, you know, Instagram or anything like that for, I don't know, we just wanted to keep it private to ourselves for a little bit. And then once we like packed up everything, we're like, okay, we're moving like tomorrow pretty much. And we packed up our stuff. My dad and Ashlyn drove down a Penske truck through the mountains. They literally had to go like 35 miles per hour up mountains. It was hilarious. My dad was like, I'm never driving. Not by choice. It wasn't by choice. It's all out. Yeah, it was just, it could not go any faster. So like Bailey and I were like driving ahead of them. And at points we'd end up like 40 miles ahead of them. (laughs) But it, it that we had the we're dogs. getting like way off topic yeah. now. But like we had the dogs with us, so it was like perfect because then we could like get out, stretch our legs, mm-hmm. walk the boys, go to the bathroom, get something to eat, and then just be back on the road. And another thing too, this is random, but a lot of people asked us what we did with all of our gym stuff. So funny story about that, we would have loved to keep all of our gym stuff. Like obviously, we got it right before COVID hit. We got it when stuff it wasn't was jacked up. Normal, yeah, like, it, it was perfect. Um, and but it was good stuff too. Like it was Rogan, all like Rogue and Elite FTS. And super new stuff. We Zach and my dad loaded the Penske truck with probably what? Over half of our gym equipment. Well, the first thing that we put on the truck was like the dumbbells and the racks just because that was like the heaviest thing. And I'm just like sitting there doing the math in my head. And granted in these Penske trucks, the maximum gross weight that you can have is 26,000 pounds. And I'm just like going through the math and I'm thinking, all right, these dumbbells weigh this much, this piece weighs this much, all these plates weigh this much. And I'm there's like 23,000 pounds worth of stuff on this Already truck. Already on the truck. And we have not even gone to the house yet. And I'm and we're like two days from pulling out of Minnesota to leave for Utah. Yeah. And I'm, I like call Bailey, I'm, I'm telling her what's happening. And, you know, long story short, I had to put a bunch of stuff on Facebook Marketplace to sell it. Took and, a huge loss on yeah, most just of because the like stuff. you know people are gonna it's used stuff but it was lightly used like it was still in great condition and we just needed to get rid of it which was so sad like it literally broke my heart but we would have had to pay like another three to five grand to ship it down to us and it was just like it's just not worth the hassle and we didn't really have any room for it because we don't have a gym down here so we sold like quite a bit of stuff we kept some stuff for our like little um, like garage gym that we have at our house. But yeah, that was stressful. I also had to sell our patio furniture, which I was holding on to to yeah. like the very last minute because Zach's like, Bailey, we're not going to have enough room. We're not well, going we to have like, enough room. We were selling stuff on fake Facebook Marketplace like an hour before we were leaving for Utah. So it's like, I don't know what's going to happen to this stuff if we you know can't sell it. Like it's just going to yeah, sit here and go with the house. We had no but. idea. Like we, I mean, I'm like kind of a hoarder in that sense. Like I don't like letting go of stuff. And Zach's like, we need to just get rid of it. We have no room. So that was stressful, but that's why we don't have like a gym here because we, one, it's expensive to find a place. And then two, had to sell a bunch of our equipment to even move down here. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, so then we moved down, got kind of situated, had a bunch of our family come and visit us, which was so nice. And it also kind of made it feel like I don't know. It, it was re- like relieving, I guess, that they were able to come down and spend time with us. And we weren't just like here by ourselves trying to get acclimated. And yeah. it was nice to have company. And then when everybody left, you're like, oh, like we want yeah. people to be here. But I will say it feels like we've had like a steady like influx of people. Like, yeah. Since we moved and then here. our wedding too. Yeah. So then everyone was down. And then, you know, my sister, your sister have randomly come at points. And then we had Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. So it it honestly feels like we've seen family more than when we did in Rochester. It's just like not as easy. But then it also like 
moving this far away from people gives them a reason to come see you, mm-hmm. I guess, if that makes sense. But and it like makes you look forward to seeing them that is exactly. like Exactly. That's something that, that I wanted to touch like. on too. Like a lot of people obviously it's hard moving away from your family. We love our family so much and we're both like really close with our families and have good relationships with them. So of course it's hard. And that's another thing that like sucks about moving so far away is like you feel like when you do go home, you have to try to see everyone. And we were just talking about this as we were like back in Wisconsin for Thanksgiving. Like it's stressful. Like we, you know, we want to see our parents and we want to see our siblings and we want to see our aunts and uncles and my grandparents and our friends. And how much time do we spend at my mom's house, at your mom's house? Where do we sleep this night? Exactly. Where do we sleep that night? And it's just like. It's stressful. Yeah, That's why we want our own. You can't divvy up your time like thoroughly enough. And then you feel like, oh, I gypped this person kind of on this this stayed because I only stayed here for four hours and we spent five hours with this person and it's just a headache. It is. I literally cried one of the days that we were there (laughs) because I was like, I just don't know what to do. I just want to see everybody. I don't want to make anybody like sad or mad or whatever. And it's really hard. But then in the same sense, like it really does make you appreciate the time that you spend with them even more. Like, I feel like when we would go back in Rochester, like it wouldn't be that big of a deal to see everyone, like, because we were within two hours from everyone but now that we're so far away like and we don't see them as often when you do see them like you really like stay off your phone you prioritize the time that you do get to spend time with them and you're present well and i feel like there's like actual catching up too when you haven't seen people for like months on end it's not like well i just saw you last weekend you're probably doing the same exact thing as you know the last time i saw you seven days ago but now it's like what's been going on the last two three months because it like i don't know life actually happens in that amount of time yeah it makes it so much more special so and we're not going back for just like weekends like when we were in rochester we're going back for you know a week plus so it's it's like like i said it's hard but at the same time it truly does make you like value the time that you spend with the people that you see when i feel like not even just like valuing our family but i like value you so much more now because like you're all I have now, mm-hmm. essentially. Like, you're the only person I can lean on. It's not like I can, like, you know, go home and, like, you know, talk to my mom or my siblings about something. It's like, Bailey's all I've got. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I feel like we've grown so much, too, in that sense. Yeah, it's nice, like... Not that we weren't close. Like, I'm not trying to imply that, but, like... No, but, like, when... when So, if you guys have been following me for a long time, like, you guys know that for a few months or... A, over a year my sister and mom lived with us well my before my mom or after my mom sold her house and then my mom ended up moving back to Wisconsin and then my sister did too so we were only really together just the two of us like for a few months before we moved to Utah so now that it's just like the two of us like like March to like July July and then yeah. now July to November so five more months so like not even a full year that we've been just the two of us like in our house we have grown so much and it's been like very nice to just be us you know Mm -hmm. it's it's hard like living with family you know i feel like anybody that has lived with family knows this and it can be a huge stressor on your marriage like especially when you're at like the point in your life where we are like we're adults like you know Mm -hmm. we're we're gonna hopefully start a family here in the near future i don't know how near that is so don't read into that too much but you know like you just kind of want to get your show on the road so to speak Mm mm-hmm and it's hard, like, no matter how nice and how helpful, like, the people are that you live with oh, that are yeah. your family. It's just, like, it's still... Un- it's, like, unnatural, I guess, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, it's like, not... 
my mom is so helpful. Like when we did live with her, she would help clean. She would make us food. Like she was so helpful. Tuck me in at night, <laughs> fill me warm bottles. But it's still like really hard to live with family. So yeah. um, I feel like that also has helped our relationship with my mom and sister too, because you don't want to like kill my sister now. Well, and I feel like for the first time in my entire life, you know, I'm 24 now, so for six years I've legally been an adult. But like for the first time in my life, I feel like an actual like big boy now because, you know, we're on no, our own. Yeah, we're fully, fully on our own. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's see. We've been in Utah for five months now. Coming up on five, yeah. Coming up on five. No, it's been five. No, we moved in... July. End of July, so... July to August. August is September, September, October, November. <laughs> okay, four? Four and a half? Yeah, a little over four. Okay, time flies. Um, and I feel like it has gotten easier, like, being away. Yeah. And well, now that we get to go back for holidays, like, we get to spend time with them, and then we're kind of like, okay... We're, we've had enough of the colds. So we're ready to go back to the 70 degree weather in Utah. It's beautiful here right now. So we literally cannot complain. Yeah, it's December 2nd right now. It's our little boy Ziggy's birthday. Aww. And for the first time in his life, he's able to go on long birthday walks in December and not and freeze. He's taking to death. full advantage of it. We've already been on two, and it's like not even, it's like noon. And he's probably going to get to go on many, many more. So Yeah, it's just like, it's crazy to me right now that it's December 2nd. Like I said, I'm looking out the window right now. The sky is blue, the sun is shining, Sunny. and it's like almost 70 degrees. It's We were both wearing sweatpants <coughs> and sweatshirts. Excuse me. And it's like, we go and walk, and by the end of the walk, we're sweating. Yeah. We've never felt that before. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So yeah, I guess my biggest thing with like helping anyone make that big transition is just there like, go. that's what we were trying to yeah, do. I guess the big, this, like, yeah, just, the big, yeah, the big picture, the overarching theme here is to just like, I don't know, we decided that it was a good time to just do it because we don't have any kids. We, we are young. We can still like do this. Like we don't have anything tying us down to like being around our family yet. Um, I feel like when we have kids, like we'll want to be a little bit closer to them, of course, because we want to raise our kids, like how we were raised, like closer to our family. But right now, like we have nothing tying us down to the Midwest. So we were like, why not just go try it out, see what it's like. Even if we hate it, like we can say that we've done it and we don't have any regrets when it comes to it. Yeah. I think like my big thing that I would tell you is like when we would like, you know, toss the idea back and forth and like even after we had offered the house was like this doesn't have to be permanent like Mm -hmm. there's nothing tying you to this house or like an area forever and I think you know like this sounds like super corny but I'd rather you know take the chance and you know not like it than not take the chance and you know potentially you know just like live with that you know Mm -hmm. idea that we never you know took a stab at things and so if you like have the opportunity to you know step out of your comfort zone and you've always wanted to like move to a certain place and just experience it. There's literally do it. yeah, just do it. Like literally, it's scary, not gonna lie. Like you will have doubts, you will have days where you're like, what the heck am I doing? Like, why did I do this? But overall, I feel like it truly does help you grow as a person. And if you're doing it like with your spouse or your significant other, it helps you grow like in your marriage too, because when you move to somewhere where you don't really know a lot of people, like all you really have is each other and it really forces you to rely on one another to like, you know, I don't know, grow together and just explore and try new things. And I don't know, go out out of your comfort zone. And 
like I said, it, it really does help as well, like, with your relationships that you do have with your family because now I like call my mom more and I'm like oh like this happened this week or you know I send them pictures and I don't know like it's just a different relationship and it makes you value you know your family in a totally different way and your spouse in a totally Mm -hmm. different way and it's just fun like we've been in the midwest our entire lives we've always experienced like a white christmas and like snow in the fall pretty much and cold temperatures and being in St. George is like a totally different climate. We can go hiking. We can, it's literally so warm out. There's a pool at the country club we belong to that's heated all year round. We could go swimming right now. Like it's just so crazy. Like how many different things we can do here versus like in the Midwest. And it's just so fun. So even if this isn't like a permanent thing for us, we're still able to experience it now. And like, I don't know, just be different and go out of our comfort zone. Well, I mean, all four of our parents have spent their entire lives in, well, your dad, my mom, and my dad have all lived in Wisconsin their entire lives, and then your mom lived in Rochester, which is a hop, mm-hmm. skip, and a jump from Wisconsin, but, you know, like, that's cool for some people, but I don't want to, like, you know, get to that point in my life where I'm like, oh, geez, I wonder what it would have been like had I, like, yeah. you know, just, like, moved away for a while and experienced things. Yeah, yeah, like I said, even if it's not a permanent thing, like, if you just try it out temporarily, like you might fall in love with it and it might be your new home. Yeah. And like, there's just like so much to do in Utah. I feel like, like there's five national parks in Utah. There's, you know, the Grand Canyon in Arizona is a couple hours away mm-hmm. and there's just, you know, it's just something that we've never experienced before. Yeah. If you've never been to Southern Utah, it's kind of a hidden gem. Not going to lie. You definitely should come visit. We're literally... In- Let's keep it hidden though. <laughs> if we're literally an hour away from Zion National Park. Um, Moab's like four and a half hours. You can go to Vegas in an hour and a half. You can go down to Phoenix in like five hours. Like there's so much to do in the surrounding areas. So if you're looking to do like a road trip, it's like the perfect little spot. Great golfing. There's lots of hikes, great food. So much to do and it's so fun. It's like a very... St. George is like a very young and I feel like active community. Mm -hmm. But also there's some like retired, you know. Well, yeah, you have like your snowbirds and stuff like that. But I'm just like saying like there's like... Lots of people with kids. Yeah, it's it's definitely geared towards like getting people outside mm-hmm. and doing stuff like there's pickleball we've, we've got a sweet little pickleball court in our neighbor neighborhood neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> um it's just i don't know like they just didn't have like that infrastructure i no. feel like in rochester but rochester is a very like prof- medical professional and like professional setting yeah. older like population i guess for sure you know Yeah, so I I don't know. I hope this helps you guys. Like if you are trying to make that big change to, you know, step out of your comfort zone and try something new, whether that be moving somewhere or trying a different career out, like life is truly too short to be complacent and like be like, I don't know, set in this one specific place or one specific. Yeah. Well, I mean, on your deathbed, you're not going to sit there and think, oh, I took, you know, I... I experienced way too many things. I wish I wouldn't have taken yeah. all those chances in life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Life's it's... too short to be unhappy. So if you're in a position where you're currently like miserable and you're like, whether that be your job or you, where you live or the relationship you're in, like find a way to change that up because you will be so happy you did, even if it's a scary thing. Decision you're always to make. in control. Exactly. You're always in control. So take the chance life's a dance you learn as you go (laughs) 
we believe in you. We're here for you to help you with anything you might need. And we just want to be resources for you guys if you, you know, need help making that big change. Um, life can be scary and full of scary decisions, but they don't always have to be scary. If yeah, you make use, them. Us, use us as a resource. Like, reach out to either one of us if you, you know, have questions about a big move. I mean, we're professionals. <laughs> We've been there, done that. Old news. Oh, my goodness. Did you want to touch on your favorite Thanksgiving foods? No, Thanksgiving's dead and gone at this point. Oh, really? It's Christmas. We're in, we're finally a, in Christmas let's, season. Let's see. Let's see what people's favorites are. We're gonna post this episode to our Instagram. You have to go comment your favorite Thanksgiving foods, even though this episode has nothing to do with Thanksgiving, <laughs> um, and we'll pick one winner to win a fun prize. Or um, and then you can get a bonus entry if you comment your favorite family like Christmas tradition that Ooh, you have. That's a good one. There we go. Look at me, brain busting up in here. What's your What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Favorite Thanksgiving food? Um, Mine's stuffing, gravy, and rolls. I would definitely bread. say I would say stuffing. So good. Stuffing, or I'm also a softie for green bean casserole. casserole. Mm-hmm. With the mm-hmm. what is it? French might no mushroom and cream or cream and mushroom. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and the the fried onions. Fried on onions top. on top. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I really like stuffing and gravy. I could make like a stuffing gravy bun sandwich. Mm. So good. Delicious. Throw a piece of like turkey on there just so you can get some protein. What's the most underrated or overrated? overrated cranberry canned cranberries i'm not a big cranberry guy either i like cranberry juice but i could go with i like the fresh cranberry. cranberries better but canned cranberries too sugary and just like yeah. jello Ugh, drives me weird it's weird i don't like sweet potato casserole either okay that, what's that your might be a, what's your favorite uh it can be from your childhood too that's the other thing your christmas tradition thing can be something you did as a family like when you were growing up or it can be something you do with your new family there you go um, what's your favorite well, when I was a kid, my family would go get like a fresh pine Christmas tree. Fresh as opposed to unfresh. Yes. It had to be fresh. Like a real one. That's what I mean. But it was I'm fresh. I'm pretty sure I learned in um, forestry class in high school that most Christmas trees are actually balsam firs. Feel oh free my. to fact check me oh in the comment section. Oh my God. Pine <laughs> There's trees no and comment fir- section in the podcast. <laughs> comment section on our Instagram once okay. we post the... The picture. Yeah. Okay. So we would go get a... Not fresh, a uh, real balsam, balsam fur, fur whatever. <laughs> and we chop it down. We'd put it in my dad's truck. We would go to a tiny little grocery store in Gilman, Wisconsin, get stuff for chili cheese dogs and tater tots. It was probably an IGA at that point. Yeah, I, I don't think, think so. it was anymore. And then we would drive to our house. This is before my parents got divorced. Shout out Shelly and Terry. <laughs> Bazinga. What the fuck? And we would go home. My mom and dad would make chili cheese dogs and tater tots. It was delicious. And then we'd decorate the tree together and listen to Christmas music and probably watch Christmas Vacation. And it was such a happy time until my parents got divorced. Sad. Bom, nice. bom, bom. Yours? Um, so something that I haven't been able to partake in the past two years, the one being, I think mm. Bailey had to work. Yeah. So we couldn't Last come year. back. Yeah. And then this year, being in Utah, it's just kind of the way it lined up. It wasn't possible for me to come back. Um, but my mom's family on the Burnclaw side, um, the tradition is to make pierogi for Christmas that we eat 
at Christmas. Wow, shocking. <laughs> um, there's the cheese and potato one and then the sauerkraut too, which is very good. Mm-hmm. That's something. I like the cheese and potato one the best. They're With fried good. onions and butter and sour cream. And mm. bacon on top. Mm. Little bacon bites. So delicious. And your mom's wild rice on Christmas. Delicious. Very good. Yeah, and then something Bailey and I have started this year... <laughs> When she set up her Christmas tree back in October. We did not set up in October. We set up in November. The 2nd of November. We, really? Yeah, it was early. But she she did all the Christmas tree stuff. Yeah, Zach doesn't like to help. I he helped. I hung all, a couple no, of bo- He I, carries it all in. I went to storage, mind you. He went to storage, got all the stuff. all of the car. Grabbed full, it all, put it in the house. Carried it in. Carried it in. And then I had to do pretty much everything except for... Getting out the big tree because I can't do that by myself. Yeah. Zach doesn't like decorating because he thinks he's going to get in the way, which I mean, sort of, but it's okay. But then we did that and then we went to Walmart where we got into a big fight. So this is our <laughs> new tradition. We're going to go to Walmart and get in a big fight. What do we eat? We You're going like, to run my ankles over and I think we rupture had, my Achilles tendon. I think tendon. we had tacos. Yeah, we had tacos. And then we slept on the couch by the Christmas newly tree. lit Christmas tree and watched the second half of Polar Express. So we can't ever watch the first half now. We always have to watch the second half. <laughs> and then we both Which woke is a very good Christmas movie, but was... also creepy. Yeah. Then we woke up and our necks were all jacked up. Yeah. So that's our new tradition in Utah. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. So like I said, comment your favorite Thanksgiving foods. And your Christmas traditions yeah, so that we can maybe switch ours up next year. Yeah. When we have kids, I want to like have like a set one where we do yeah. it every year. Well, I really do think we should get real Christmas trees when we have kids. Well, we can't set up in November then like that. We're done with the flock tree. Yeah, don't get a flock tree. Oh my gosh, it's a nightmare, guys. Like I'm still dusting up the little <laughs> white flakes. It is so bad. This is only our, is it third year using it? Yeah, third yeah, year. Yeah, third year. Um, a disaster. Well, and it's losing so much of the white stuff too. Like it's If not you get a good flock tree, like let me know what brand that doesn't lose their flock. But the Target one that I got, it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But it sucks and it's so so messy so don't there's something authentic about that you know real real evergreen smell in the house you have to water it are you gonna water it every day oh yeah you're gonna get on your hands and knees and feed it yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay so hit us up in the comments with those tidbits of information we Hope you had a great Thanksgiving, like I previously said, and thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you next, or not see you, but we'll be around next Thursday for another podcast on how to enjoy the holidays guilt-free. So enjoy your weekend. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review if you enjoyed this podcast. We love you all so much. We'll see you next time. See you.